0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the newest episode of Hello and Ado. My name is Mathis what
1: is, uh oh, we're doing names. My name's John <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back with you and after we these have messages names. <laughs> yeah we don't always do anyways, that anyways we've honestly i I think do we've not done remember it ever doing that so yeah
0: anyways welcome, mystery to, is solved. welcome to our newest episode uh John, what yeah. have we talked
1: about in this episode? Well, Mathis, let me tell you. <laughs> We um, started off the episode talking about movie news because there are some big header- hitters this week. Big hitters. <laughs> There's big hitters this week. Guys, Lion King is being remade as a live action movie. Boo. Yep. Boo. <laughs> the Purge is getting made into a TV series.
2: Mm. 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 <laughs>
1: um, we talked about good bad movies. Mm -hmm. That we like. We got a tweet about, you know, talking about good, bad movies. So we went through a list of three of our favorite good, bad movies. Mm -hmm. And then we have our correspondent, Anna, talk about (laughs) her review of The Island Seven (laughs) because she got one. And then, you guys, we top off this episode talking about Elon Musk and Mars colonization.
0: Whoop. Whoop, guys. I'm so excited. We are scientists. We are scientists. (laughs) let's <laughs> know what you guys think about mars colonization and uh, yeah, tweet at us about huge. it because it's such a great topic would you here's Hold here's on. a question would you go to mars tweet at us would you go to mars if you could afford a plane ticket and you'll get into the prices and all the details like later bologna. on in the episode all the right. baloney inside of that it's sandwich not that
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you'll, you'll see when you get there the type of numbers we're yeah. talking about yeah yeah But yeah, um, we talk about it a lot in this episode, the fact that there are a lot of things that you can communicate with us about. Uh, So hit us up with all sorts of uh, thoughts and uh, discussions and all that stuff. You can talk to us on Twitter at helloandadieu, which is H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-E-U. And then you can also email us questions and any other concerns with how terrible we are at this. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: He's not kidding. <laughs> We're very insecure. And our <laughs> uh, our email address is helloandadoo at gmail And you can rate, subscribe, and review us on iTunes that helps other people find our podcast. And um yeah, that's all
1: I got, John. Word.
0: Let's tie it up. Three, two, one, go like a rocket Enjoy.
1: ship. Oh. <laughs> Launch. <laughs> we are not on the same page. Yes. <laughs> launch, launch. <laughs> hey, Mathis. <laughs>
0: Hey John, we just had a oh, really man, awkward this. moment where we didn't
1: know who was gonna talk first. It was yep, it's it pretty was standard, actually. It really is. We <laughs> usually, just stare at each other. and It's like who's gonna do it, and then one of us just screams.
0: It's like playing chicken. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of us just screams. Yeah. We usually <laughs> cut that scream out from the podcast. You know, of it's course, a little too. We don't want to terrify. Could you imagine anyone? if it went like
1: intro theme song scream scream? <laughs> yeah, well. We're going to start a trend.
0: Yeah, exactly. Welcome yeah. to Screamers.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's us. <laughs> Anyways, how, it's been a while, first of all. It has. It's been a minute. It feels like it's been a lot longer than it's been, <clears throat> though. I know. It's been two whole weeks. Two weeks. Man. Two weeks. How you been doing? You know, I've been good. I've been good. Um, There's literally no updates. <laughs> I did get... <laughs> It's been really
0: good. I've done nothing.
1: I did get my blood drawn again, and I did not pass out. Oh, wow. I'm getting good at this, by if, the way. If my hands weren't I'm full, I would so
0: high-five you. Well, just clap for you since you're not here.
1: Thank you. I even like looked for a second, and then looked away. Wow. I know. And you're totally fine. I'm totally fine.
0: On top of that, you did an episode by yourself of our podcast.
1: I did. It's just
0: super unique, and a whole different uh it's a whole different uh juggling method i don't know whatever it analogy is. you want to use like it's very different
1: it was very scary <laughs> <laughs> you just start crying in the middle of it like yes. well um, i cut that out i, I can't handle this <laughs> no but it was actually it was a lot of fun i was telling you like it was it was a lot of fun I, it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be yeah totally so. So, and the editing is so much better. <laughs>
0: so, so is it like a fact that they are going to connect all of the American Horror Story like together? They've been
1: saying that for a while, that they're all connected in some way. Like
0: in some kind of mystical
1: way? Or like, no, this all takes no. place in the same world? Yes, it all takes place in the same world.
0: Wow, I did not realize that until I listened. Yeah. That's, just, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's okay. You don't need to watch them, because <laughs> they're not good. The show any yeah. of it i mean you can watch the i'd watch the first season yeah thank you for
0: putting that warning up front you're welcome you're the best i mean
1: yeah i would watch the first season i personally like the witch season i think that's season three a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't like that one i like that one okay um skip freak show <laughs> <laughs> hard pass hard pass Hard pass on freak show <laughs> honest for me hard pass on season two but mm-hmm. I know our friend Anna really likes season two. Yeah, so she's just like I'm tearing sorry, her Anna. chair up as she listens to this. I know. Um, but that was not for me. But really, if you guys are into it, watch it. If not, you will not lose uh any sleep.
0: I'm currently getting into Bates Motel.
1: I, I watched the first two seasons. Really? I'm I'm still yeah.
0: right at the beginning of the first season. Like I'm only it's really five good. episodes in, but yeah, really good. it's it's really blowing my mind how quickly everything happens. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, there's just <laughs> like drama on top of thrill on top of action, like throughout all of these beginning episodes. So I've been and enjoying I think it it's a lot
1: ending after this next season. That's correct. Oh, good.
0: Season four starring Rihanna. That's all I'm going to think whenever it comes out. Oh,
1: I forgot. Yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? We
0: did. We talked about it.
1: I totally forgot.
0: How did you forget that? That's such a radical
1: move you are so right i think i just push anything rihanna out of my mind <laughs>
0: her career is really on fire apparently yeah she is all over the place
1: more like burning down what yeah. okay let's move on <laughs> um you've had a a fun week or two yeah it's you've it's done been a few all over the place. literally
0: yeah it, it actually has because i in the, in the course of like the last recording that we did together, and now I have uh, moved out of my place, and I was staying with a, a, friend for a little while, and now I'm like situated in a new place. So that's been like a huge thing that's been going on. Uh huh. But in the middle of all that, the Mumford and Sons concert was, uh, yeah, happened, which we talked about like several episodes ago, and it was awesome. I think you would have loved it a lot. There was they,
1: their song was on the radio today, and I cranked that up. Which one? Because. I will wait and it's not like I'm even tired of that song but whenever it was on and I was into it (laughs) that was
0: the same way in the concert where I was like this is not my favorite Mumford song but I'm so ready to hear it right now and it it was so fun
1: yeah I honestly I like any of their songs if I even if I have enough time from listening to it the last time I like any of their stuff right like any song I could listen to
0: yeah, they were so they were so spirited, especially Marcus Mumford. He was just on fire. Is his
1: last name Mumford? Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that.
0: Yeah, he's the Mumford in the title again.
1: And he's married to that one uh that one girl. Gary <laughs> <Carrie> Mulligan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's so spirited. Like he would just like uh like he started out on the on the electric guitar and then he like just jammed out on the song and then he like threw it off to the side, grabbed an acoustic, jammed out, like ran into the back, played the drums through an entire song, ran back to the front, like played the guitar again. Like he was
1: all He's all over.
0: Over the place. There was this really cool moment though where uh this was at the Greek theater. Uh and it's like a pretty small venue comparatively, like for the big bands that come into it. But he he started playing one of the songs from the third album. And the moment that it started, he jumped off of the stage into the, the standing room crowd, and he just jumped into the crowd. All of his bones. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like walking through the crowd, and he's singing, and they're all going crazy. And then there's all of us who are in the seats a little bit further back, and we're like, wow, that's super cool. He's just like hanging out with them. And then he ran out of the floor crowd, and he just started like running up into the uh, venue, and within like I kid you not, fifteen seconds, he was standing right in front of me, and I was in like the terrace, like overhanging
1: Did you, like, just the venue. Put your hand up and like just like stroke his chest. <laughs>
0: I stroked his elbow. I went, oh, oh, hi. You're right there, and I went, hi, <laughs> yeah. hi. But he he like he ran up into that section, and then he ran across the entire thing, and then back down the middle, back through the floor like the standing room area, and back up on the stage as the song was ending, like. The dude was just nuts. Like he was on fire. I, I had a lot of fun. It was really good.
1: good. It, I would love to go to a Mumford concert. So. Yeah, the energy's nuts. Maybe one day. One day more. Exactly.
0: John might go to a Mumford concert.
1: One can only hope.
0: One. One more thing about the concert.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> one more. One and more. I'm cutting you off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've been cut off all of the musicians in the band, like all the members played multiple instruments. So like one of them would be on like the keyboards and then go grab a cello and play it for the next song and then go grab another instrument and then go back to the keyboard. And like all of them were doing it the whole show. So They're and
1: just true musicians. They're just what? are you telling me. True. Oh, I thought they said shrewd. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so they're just shrewd musicians. Yeah,
0: That's an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool though. But, uh, yeah, a few days after that, I left for our buddy Ethan's wedding, and that was also a, a really magnificent time. We had a lot of fun, and I think that weddings are totally, like, company-based, you know? like Totally. It's all about who you're with, and there was just uh-huh. a lot of really, really fun people there. I hadn't seen a lot of them in, like, a year, a year and a half plus, including yeah. Ethan. It was really good to see them all again. Um, it's Weddings are such an interesting time. I was listening to this podcast uh i started listening to the ted radio hour and that stuff is good but i started listening to it and ted talks yeah but but they adapt it for podcasts so it's it's like edited and spliced up and there's music and sound effects like for a podcast and somebody talked about weddings and like an offhanded comment about it and they were talking about how it was one of the most emotionally complex experiences in your life to go to a wedding of a close friend, or to be at your own wedding, because there's this certain feeling of like a season dying and a new season beginning, and it's like a really happy time, but it, there's also like this this feeling that things will never be the same again. And it was a very emotional time at this wedding because you could feel you could feel the end of an era, you know, and and I was like, everybody's life has changed or is going to change more, you know, everybody that was present and it was just very overwhelming but in like a really beautiful way like it's it's a really incredible emotional experience to go through yeah it was a really good time
1: i had never thought about weddings like that that's it's very true though
0: it is yeah yeah it's the bride and groom their lives are entirely changed now it's totally different totally
3: (laughs) totally
1: totally for all right on to movie news. That's enough about yes. my life. There was only one thing that I wanted to make sure we talked about. Tell me. Make sure. Make sure we talk you, about it. You said it right. Okay, good. <laughs> Guys, The Lion King is getting this is a live okay. action remake.
0: This is not okay.
1: Honestly, when I saw that, I just fell to the floor. <laughs> I just facepalmed.
0: <laughs> Wait. Like,
1: this is getting ridiculous.
0: The Lion King? Like, come on. The Lion King. It's like, they're
1: not going to stop. No. And I think the most frustrating part is that we're doing remakes and we're not thinking of new, unique, I, you know, ideas.
2: Well, I mean, it, just,
1: Disney is coming out with unique ideas all the time,
0: but it's not the stuff that gets the most money or the most recognized or the stuff that people want to see the most. Like, no. For sure, The Lion King and Beauty and the Beast will make more than the – what's that new Disney movie coming out, like Moama or Moama?
1: Mona, I think her Mo-ma. name is.
0: MoMA or Mona. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're going to earn more money.
1: It's just so frustrating. <sighs> I know. I, I just don't like why. Like why? I feel like it like, makes it worse. That how did they justify this?
0: John Favreau it, is directing it to anybody who did not see this piece of news. And I feel like it makes yeah. it worse because it's almost like Disney sat down with him and was like, we want you to do the Jungle Book again, but to the Lion King.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: And you're like, No 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 (laughs) we do not want that
1: and i would say that the lion king is probably the most cherished disney movie
0: the beauty and the beast i would say is probably really it's it's between the two i would argue (laughs) though i think those two are like the very top
1: i just i don't understand i legitimately just don't understand i this would be one that i would say do not touch
0: i mean i would i would have said that about beauty and the beast the beast too I think it's easier for Beauty and the it. Beast because they did touch it. Because it it has a very cinematic, like live action quality to it. The Lion King does not speak that to me in any sort of way. Mm-mm. You know, gosh, it's very. I just
1: want to play the baboon. Okay, the, the baboon. I forget what his name is. The crazy monkey. What's his name?
0: That is not a baboon.
1: <laughs> what is it? Rafiki. Yeah, I want to be Rafiki.
0: What if they got Morgan Freeman back and he did it again?
1: No, thank you. I want to be Rafiki. <laughs> well,
0: obviously, you're against it because you want to be. John Favreau
1: is a huge uh, fan of the show. John Favreau.
0: John Favreau. Johnny, how you doing? I want to be Rafiki. Yeah, he's just shaking his head no as he listens to our podcast.
1: Well, then he now understands what the whole world was doing when we found <laughs> out that the Lion well King was getting put. remade.
0: <laughs> well but It's so true. Yeah guys tweet at us your thoughts on this because i want to hear if anybody's excited about this
1: yeah it, i do too
0: like we we won't be upset at you if you're excited about it we just don't get it whatsoever
1: it wasn't even like in my realm of possibility no, so i think that's exactly. why i was like so thrown off by it i'm sure once exactly. it gets closer and is getting made i'll be fine but i just wasn't expecting it it was a curveball <laughs> not to
0: keep bringing the conversation back to Beauty and the Beast, but they released a new concept art piece uh, this past week. I don't know if you saw Uh this, but
1: of them dancing.
0: Yeah. I was like,
1: yeah, I didn't like it.
0: No, I I was like, that's not good. I'm not. No,
1: it looked like a fan art thing. Was it fan art?
0: I I don't think it was. I think it was, it was new Disney, uh, concept art released, but it was a full, it was like a, a head to toe view of the beast. And I was like, I do not like this. He d- he looks the terrifying. Bushhead, no, thank you. He looks terrifying.
1: Well, he is a beast.
0: He is, but this is a movie for children.
1: What if they just like change up the story and he actually eats Belle?
0: <laughs> I think that's going to make them like it more than anything <laughs> they could do. I agree. It's so good. I that, know. That would be amazing. Standing
1: O. What? Standing O from Mathis and John. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, all the children are sobbing, and we're like, "Yes, oh my.
0: we're sobbing because it's beautiful." And we're like, "This just yeah. turned into an art film." <laughs> exactly. It's a deconstruction of the Disney culture over here.
1: Yeah. Uh, what other uh, movie news have you know? You seen?
0: I want to talk about this Purge thing. So, guys, apparently, the Purge, which has now had three movies come out, you know, the the horror franchise about the the one day of no laws applied. That happens once a year. Mm-hmm. All take place in America, um, and basically, it's just a movie about people doing whatever they want for that that one period of night. um yep. Anyways, they're doing a TV show based on it now, and what do you what do you say, John? What do you say to that?
1: Uh, well, first of all, I actually love these movies. <laughs> did you see the I new one?
0: I heard it was. Terrible. I did not see
1: it. I did not see the new one. I did want to, um, but I saw the first two and i I just I think I really like the concept of it only because it's so out there and bizarre, mm-hmm. and like there's just a part of you that thinks maybe this could work <laughs> in a sense, especially when our you know our country is so like violent prone right now, it's kind of like if we did have twenty four hours where people could you get sound away like with a crazy anything, person
0: I'm just gonna throw it out there, but keep going
1: i don't I, I'm not saying this is actually what I want, but I'm just saying yeah, I can see a world where this... No, actually, I can't see a world. This makes sense. Thank God. But anyways, I like I like the concept.
2: Well, I, think I just r- think it's neat.
1: I thought it was yeah. unique, and i had never... It is. You know, it was just one of these unique films that came out, and I, I'm i glad that they have made three movies. Honestly, I lo- actually looked up the article um, from Slash Film on it, and I actually am not hating the TV show aspect, only because I think you can do a lot more with like 10 one-hour episodes um and really kind of have you know different storylines and see a bigger uh aspect of what the purge means to different people and maybe get some more i don't know more emotions involved so i'm actually i'm not hating on it. i hope they actually do it well otherwise it's going to
0: yeah well i think the reason that the 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 purge concept works is that it's almost believable like you were saying mm-hmm. like it's almost if you buy into the movie's logic it's not it's not too far fetched strangely no. i i also really love the concept um i didn't see the third movie saw the first two and i thought they were terrible and
1: <gasps> gasp
0: <laughs> the the one thing that gives me hope for the tv show is that the fact that they are able to to broaden it it might strengthen the concept because i think it's mm-hmm. just it's in the wrong studio hands or it's in the wrong director's hands or the wrong writer's hands because I think that they've got a really juicy thing that they're just not doing well at all. The one thing that I didn't like that the article was saying was the the creator of the TV show, which I I think was the director of The Last Purge movie. I'm not totally sure. Um, I think
1: he's done all of them. Oh, wow. If I remember correctly.
0: Well, the one thing that he said in his uh, his quote about it that I did not like was that he was like, yeah, we can do like a ton of backstory, lots of flashbacks, half present time, half past. And I was like, hold up. You
1: know, you yeah.
0: don't do that. Like no one cares about the backstory. That's very
1: true. No one cares about, we want to see full on purge, right? <laughs> full on violence. We
0: want to see like, if you're going to do it, you got to make it like 24 where it is like real time. Like things are happening right. and it's, like, I agree. That's what next they should hour, do. Next the hour, full next night, next hour. Yeah. That we would be amazing. Full night
1: Every year. Yeah. That's what they should also the Purge people are avid fans of our show. (laughs) So we're letting you know that this is what you should do.
0: (laughs) Guys, this is a free podcast.
1: Yeah. We're consultants to the world. Yep. That's not pretentious. Just so everyone knows. (laughs) Just so
0: everybody is aware right now.
1: The more you know, anyways.
0: Well, that was my that was my big piece of movie news. You went and saw a movie. Yes.
1: And I did. I want to hear about I it. I saw. Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> so I I saw Miss Peregrine. Is it Peregrine or Peregrine? I think it's Peregrine.
2: Peregrin. Yeah.
1: Miss Peregrine and uh, Pecu- House of Peculiar Children. Or uh, you're somewhere on the title. Know, I should know what the movie's title is. You
0: kind of have to know what you're talking about before you start talking about it.
1: You know, that's my life. But, anyways, <laughs> oh, I saw that movie. Um, I I do know it's based on a book. I have not read the book. I was very interested because it seemed like an X-Men film without the superhero aspect, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this is this The Great Return for Tim Burton? Are we finally seeing a good movie from no, him again? No. No, it's not a bad movie, but it's not peculiar enough, <laughs> which <laughs> um, that's what the title is. The Home for Peculiar... Pe- I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, it's The House of the um, Home for Peculiar Children. yes. It's it's a really it's a, it's a fun movie, but it's not Tim Burton-y really at all. There's kind of, like but that's two the way Alice moments. was too,
0: is that the way it was?
1: Mm, I feel like Alice is very Tim Burton-y. Really? Yeah. In all no, of the but this
0: bad kind of ways.
1: Maybe. I feel like it's it's definitely a I would say a kid movie. Okay. Even though it is PG thirteen, I think. Um but there's not a whole lot of death. Depth to it. It's very straightforward, Um, and I it it's fun. It looks like you just kind of like cruised
0: through that viewing. You were just on cruise control for this movie. Me? Yeah,
1: kind of. Yeah, because I mean, it didn't. It's it's not different. Like, I'm just tired of films right now because I feel like they all (laughs) carry the same plot. You know, and I this has been a thing for a long time, but pretty much movies follow the same plot line and the same like check marks. and i feel like this movie you know had all the checkmarks mm. of of what it was and it was fine i mean we all go watch them anyways but tim burton when tim burton's at his best
0: his movies have this like uh, half innocent half super eerie feel to them did it feel eerie to no. you
1: no 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 and it could have it it definitely needs It may that be piece. because they they could have been marketing it more for children though if it was too eerie yeah. Children maybe wouldn't have.
0: Yeah, who knows? The studio might have been like, okay, we see your jar of eerie. We want you to water it down and then use that.
1: I mean, I love Eva Green because she was in a Penny Dreadful, which I talked about. <laughs> yeah, you did talk <laughs> about it. And um, she was great in it. Mm-hmm. Asa Butterfield. Those are two
0: solid, solid actors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The other people, eh.
0: Well, I mean, if you're- Samuel
1: L. Jackson, he actually crushes it.
0: That's what I you heard. Know? That's what someone told me, actually.
1: He's great as a crazy person. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Imagine that. Yeah. He's good at playing crazy. He is. Um, if you're looking for a super good film, I saw The, the Queen of Catway. or Katwe, Oh, you yes. It how was it? It's really good. The acting is really, it, really good.
1: It, it looks really good. You know how there's just some trailers when you look at it? Yeah, it's like this movie is going to be good. I almost cried watching the trailer for it because I was so moved. Yeah, and it's you can tell it's powerful. Was
0: Oprah behind it? Yeah, <laughs> she. I don't think she was, but okay. you think it, she was. It was the perfect like Oprah feeling movie. It is. Oh, that pra. reminded me, <laughs> but before. <laughs> That reminded me. But before I move on, yeah, just uh, super good. And my favorite, one of my favorite things about it is that they apply the philosophy of playing chess to living your life, and it's actually a super beautiful analogy about like uh, being able to reset and being able to, you know, they they have this line in the movie where they're like the small one becomes the big one, you know, mm-hmm. where you can be anything in life, and that's sort of like the theme. But speaking of Oprah, did you see that Lee Daniels is gonna do? A musical about his life, like he thinks that's his next movie. Le- <laughs> you guys should see, see John's that. face. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Lee Daniels uh, directed The Butler. Lee Daniels The Butler. Yeah, Lee Daniels The Butler, and he did. It's just like uh, uh, what's the precious title? Yeah, what
1: is it? A book by Sapphire or something? Yeah, based on based
0: on the novel uh, titled Sapphire. Sapphire or something based on yeah. the novel Sapphire, uh, and The Paperboy with uh, Zach Efron.
1: The, oh yeah, Nicole Kidman.
0: Yeah, if you've ever watched Lee Daniels in an interview, uh-huh. y- you know this dude is. He, I'm sorry, but he's pretentious AF. Like he's, <laughs> and his, and his titles say it. And then when you just say and when you announce when like, you
1: need your name and the title of your film, mm-hmm. girl. And, but on, but,
0: but then when you when you when your next movie is a musical about your own life, it's like oh, Lee.
1: Like, we need to sit Lee down and be like, your life isn't that interesting.
0: I mean, at the the end of the day, it's like, does anybody want to see that, you know?
1: Did he give, like, bullet points as to, like, (laughs) what happened in his life?
0: I think his quote was like, there's been a lot of interesting stuff that's happened in my life. Like, there's a lot of good material there. He said something like that. And I was like, "I'm, I'm sure everybody's got a good life story from their point Wait, of so view is
1: oprah in this i'm confused what no. was the segue with oprah
0: oh oprah worked on the butler didn't she she was like uh, yes she was in the Butler. That, that was my uh that's what made me think of it okay even if it doesn't turn out good it is another edition of a musical in the indie genre and i am just really i'm really pumped about that because it feels like the musical genre has branched into other directions that it hasn't uh, gone before it's not all Hollywood anymore it's it, it shows up in like littler places like uh, Begin Again or The Last Five Years or most most yes. recently Sing Street which is from the director of Begin Again but I, th- I feel like it's really cool and I kind of hope it's good just because I want this genre to keep getting stronger because it is very much like yeah. a, reinventing the genre Moment, kind of like what makes me so excited about a good horror film coming out every time a, a mm-hmm. new one comes out. It's like, yes, yep. we are redefining this genre, we're making it new. So, we sure are. I hope it's good,
1: don't we? All Lee Daniels in Lee Daniels the Musical.
0: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> 10 bucks says that's the title.
1: Yep, Anyone? Lee
0: Daniels the Musical.
1: Lee Daniels, who is an avid fan of our program, <laughs> I hope not. I'm gonna stop. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for the first um, for the first time, I hope not. I feel like in this episode, we're not disagreeing, but we're being haters to everybody. I know. <laughs> Sorry guys. We're such haters.
1: No. Um, it's all in good fun.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's all in good fun. So, Lee, right. please don't stop listening to our podcast.
1: No. So, talking about good bad movies, which we did not talk about, but it's a transition. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sounded a little
0: bad at first. Like you were like, speaking of the terrible career of Lee Daniels,
1: that that had nothing to do with Lee Daniels. Everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah, that actually has nothing to do with it. It just sounded a little no. bit like it.
1: Um, our friend Aaron tweeted at us he this did. past week asking, "What are our favorite good bad movies?" Which mm-hmm. I don't know. Have we talked about it on the program? Me and Mathis talk about this a lot because we either like watch a movie that we think is A good bad movie, like, and what a good bad movie is, is that like if you look at it critically, it's a hot mess. It is all over the place. It's always a hot mess. It's not good. Like critics are not gonna like it, but for some reason it like hits you nostalgically. And I just thought of one, just like X Men, like X Men: The Last Stand for me.
0: Oh yeah, that it's a good bad movie. That is a good bad movie.
1: Yeah, but um, so we're just gonna give it's a (coughs) girl. So we're just gonna give a few of our favorite good bad movies. Yeah, um, I have three. Okay, so I've mentioned this movie before. I know I have because mm-hmm. it's still my favorite. It is. It's scary movie three, y'all, and it
0: it's is not so, only. It's not only your favorite bad movie. It's like one of your favorite movie movies.
1: It's so good, <laughs> like, it's the most quotable movie I've ever found in my life. <laughs> and i think it's because i started watching it when i was like i don't know like when did it come out whenever it came out so i was in my like young teens Uh (laughs) uh-huh so i think it just it just like hit me at the right time when i thought all of it was so funny oh my goodness you guys have to watch it yeah i know it's so bad (laughs) i know the thing is the thing is john
0: if you want people to like scary movie three they kind of have to watch it with you (laughs)
1: That's true. <laughs> because you,
0: you make it a hundred times better because I hadn't seen it before we became friends and we watched it and I actually enjoyed it. And I think it's only because you <laughs> were quoting it and laughing.
1: And it has so many quotes. And, you know what I, it's definitely the best out of the, the five. What,
0: what I realized as I was making my list is that they're almost all quotable. There's something about a bad movie that is so, so quotable.
1: That's very true. And can I just tell you real quick? I don't think anyone else will care about this. But <laughs> Anna Faris, Anna Faris is in the scary movies. Uh-huh. Um, and she's also in Mom, if you guys don't know. And she was in the House Bunny. But she has a podcast. And she had um, one of her scary movie co-stars on, Regina uh-huh. Hall. Oh, and no. They, they did a scene <laughs> from Scary Movie 3, and I was done. Why didn't you it send was, that to me? I, w- I did think about it And oh, I'm not gonna do it on here good. Because no one will think it's funny But it was so I was so reminiscent Tears Tears That sounds amazing It really was I'll send it to you Oh
0: my god That sounds so <laughs> but good But what's
1: your first one?
0: Um, The first one I'm gonna say I don't know if it's The tippy top of the list But it's It's great Kangaroo Jack
1: Is Awful Whoa And <laughs> The best I I can just picture the poster. I don't remember anything about it besides Jerry O'Connell. Well, and that stupid poster. Let me tell you. Let me kangaroo. tell you,
0: John. It's pretty much the most forgettable movie the first three times you watch it.
1: And Anthony Anderson,
0: am I right? And Anthony Anderson, whenever he was a little bit bigger. Yes. Yeah, but let I don't me. Know why I did a creepy yes. 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 <laughs> but it's so it's so quotable, and there's so many funny scenes, and Jerry O'Connell is just the. He he's kind of playing Jason Bateman in the movie where he's just super like straight-faced the entire time like what is happening. But it's I'm going to be honest, I
1: don't like Jerry Jerry O'Connell.
0: I mean, I I'm very indifferent when to ever. him except for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> A good bad movie should get that response though when you were like, "Oh." That's true. <laughs> you like that? I do, yeah. guys. I really do like it. It's it's hilarious. Anyways. It, what's one for you?
1: you? Ready for my next one? I'm ready. 2012 <laughs> you
2: like 2012 I
1: love 2012 It's so And bad. I don't know why I think <laughs> Oh my god If he, So 2012 It's a disaster movie It came out It around, is a disaster It came out in 2012 <laughs> Yes Um, But it had to do with Like the Mayan calendar stuff And like what would have right. happened If the Mayan calendar Shenanigans actually happened Right I don't know There's just something about it That it just like really Touched me <laughs> On a spiritual level Oh my God. And that's really all I have to say about it. I just, it's the same with like that and like the new Poseidon. I don't know what it is, but like those types oh. of movies, like really, but because the, the, the new Poseidon's bad too. It's, but. I wouldn't say it's bad.
0: It's not great. It's it's a decent disaster movie. I think some people yeah, think it's bad actually. So <laughs> I, I take it back. I I don't think it's for some bad, reason those
1: movies can like really connect with me. I don't know if it's because like I'm like longing to see like disaster happen. I don't know.
0: You know, speaking, I need to go to
1: therapy <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of
0: uh, Roland Emmerich I actually enjoyed the new Independence Day I think I talked about it on the podcast but I didn't he, see it He makes a lot of movies that are super mediocre But it's like I mean I'm having fun
1: Good like, job, Roland.
0: D- day after tomorrow, it's like
1: that. I om- I almost put that on my list. Really, it's not yes. great,
0: but it's a lot of fun, and that's him too. That's another one yep. of his movies. It's Godzilla on the other hand, Roland. No Mercy. That's not a good movie. Old Godzilla, Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Yeah. Whoa. No Mercy.
1: Okay, what's your next one?
0: Ah, <sighs> next one. I'm gonna do a recent one. Uh, I don't know if it's hated, but it's a hot mess of a movie. Step Brothers. I oh, Step Brothers is so I, I don't funny, know if I,
1: and if you disagree, I get it. I do disagree exactly. But I honestly, I cannot say I've given it a fair chance. The really? first time I watched it, I remember I did not like it. But I mean, that's not saying much. So because Will Ferrell's very hit or miss with me, I yeah, mean, which and, I think is for a lot of people. But
0: I, yeah, I think it's almost for everybody. Will Ferrell is very hit or so. miss, and it's another one of those movies where you got to watch it at the right time. And I just. I was with the right people, and I watched it at the right time, and I was peeing my pants. I was like, "This is so funny," and it was only a few years after that that I realized most people didn't like it. <laughs> it yeah. was like everybody doesn't like step. I products? feel like a lot of
1: people do like it, though. Really, I mean, I feel like I hear more people liking it than not.
0: That's why I was like, "Eh, it's a little, it's a little on the fence." But even yeah. people who like it have to admit that it is just a mess. Like it is a. It's it's another one of those Adam McKay movies where it's like there's too much improv in this movie. Like this it's,
1: is that's the problem.
0: Yeah, it's completely yes. unhinged the entire like time. Semi pro. Oh yeah, I I don't like that one.
1: <laughs> I don't like that no one. No one likes that one. <laughs> Anyways, you ready for my last one? Your last one, Jumper.
0: No, you don't.
1: I love Jumper. Jumper's and like I The Purge.
0: Will... It's so it's such a great concept and it's just terribly handled. And that's
1: very true. And I think. I just love the idea of teleportation. Yeah. And it came out at the time when I was really into teleportation and it Middle was around school. like the X-Men <laughs> phase. I think it was like 2008. Yeah, I think it was, but I was really into like X-Men and like all that stuff. I yeah. was really into special effects and this, it had such good special effects. It did. Yeah. And the concept was good. I thought the story was pretty good. It just it, it did not play out on, on, <laughs> on film but yeah. I still love it. You know they've been trying to get a sequel off the ground for years, right? Um, I'm 100% <laughs> behind that. <laughs> I am so ready for that. Please. I'm ready. Give it to me. Can I be in it? Yeah, it's
0: um you're you're right. I mean the special effects are great. It's uh, teleportation is a great concept and I fully support a sequel because I think you could actually do a another movie and it would be great. It would be one of those movies where the sequel was like 100 times better than the original.
1: I hope so. Jumper 2. Jumper coming two. soon
0: jumper to jumper
1: i can see that being the title
0: unfortunately <laughs> yeah it's definitely on their brainstorm wall where they were like yeah, you we're know not gonna it trash is. it <laughs> yep it's not great but we're not gonna trash it
1: or just jumper to jumping <laughs> okay what's your last one
0: i was telling john before we started i've got like i got like 10 to 15 great ones but I'm going to go with another one that is widely disliked. But actually, um, it kind of led me to film school a little bit. So it has like a sp- oh. <laughs> It's so bad, but Jesus. So it's so good.
1: Um, oh, I was like, where no, are we going no, with this? I was just <laughs> I was kidding. Like,
0: <laughs> I was riffing off your joke.
1: I know. I'm nervous. What Anyways,
0: Tron Legacy, man. I love Tron Legacy. Is that the Legacy. new one? That's the second one, yeah, the one that came out in, like, '09
1: or 010.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I'm into that. It's not a good movie. It's, it's a
1: special effects thing, though, too. I'm like, this looks amazing. It's so
0: pretty, yeah. And yep. And I was just, like, so fascinated by it. It's one of those movies where I rented it from Redbox, and I watched it two times in a row because I was yep. so, like, over the moon about it.
1: And this was, like, the beginning of, like, Olivia Wilde and whatever his right. face is, Garrett Hedlund. Garrett Hedlund.
0: Hedlund, Hedlund. How those were
1: like the first times I saw them two, really in a movie. I think I don't know if Cowboys vs Aliens came out before that or not, but I know Olivia Wilde is like,
0: right around then. In the, yeah, yeah, she was a rising star. I don't know why movie,
1: I decided yeah. to uh oh yeah, rising stars. That's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah, I was like I don't know why I brought that up, but they were rising stars.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's one of those movies where it's like. Um, Love the Daft Punk soundtrack, love the visual yes. effects, love the concept of it, like, going back into the world and then trying to get into the real world, like, mm-hmm. all about it. But the story itself is bad. Like, it's not a good, it's not a well-played-out story.
1: No, but it's not great.
0: I like it so much. I really did. I know. And it it was one okay. of those movies where I was like, I want to make a movie. Like, it, it gave me that impression after I was done <laughs> watching it.
1: Yeah. You guys should totally let us know what your favorite good, bad movies are. Yes, please. We can't say that we're going to watch them, but we will be right there with you with our list. Yeah, And we we, respect you. There's a really high chance we we would not not even like your movies. Yep. So we may not ever watch them. Yep.
0: This is a good time to uh, cut away to our correspondent in the field.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) so we, let's go to Anna in the field
0: <laughs> we talked about Anna the iPhone 7 uh, two episodes two weeks ago. ago yeah yep. two weeks ago and we said that when we had more information we would touch base again well loyal we listener info. and sometimes guest Anna got an yep. iPhone 7 and we were like you gotta you gotta review it so gotta any final words John before we cut to Anna
1: go for it Anna
3: hi Anna <phone rings> Hello lovely humans, this is Anna, and I'm here to review things! I'm gonna review the iPhone 7, but before I do, let me tell you that I watched the new Tim Burton film the other day, and it's really, really fun, so you should check that out. Anyway, on to the iPhone 7. So, I've been living with an iPhone 7 for a week now, and let me tell you that it's really not that big of a difference from the iPhone 6 that I used to have. Um, The main difference, I think, is that now... The headphone jack is gone. To my surprise, you do not get wireless headphones when you buy the phone. You have to buy those separately. I think they're about $180 or $150 a pair. So, marketing. Anyway, um, you get regular headphones, but they don't have the regular plug. It just, you plug in your headphones where you would plug in um, the charger, which this means that if you want to charge your phone, and use your headphones you can. I'm sure there's gonna be tons of adapters coming out and this is again, hashtag marketing. Uh, So you buy more Apple products. Another thing that comes in the box when you get the phone is an adapter for you to plug in your old headphones. So for example, whenever I wanna plug in my phone in my car, I have to use that adapter. It's a little bit silly in my opinion, anyway this iphone 7 is definitely way louder than the other iphones because it has two speakers so the sound quality is turn up and lit another thing they upgraded is the camera and it's Balls, it takes great pictures and one thing that i especially loved is the quality for nighttime pictures like for example last night i was out with friends And i was able to take amazing pictures without using flash or having good lighting or anything like that so that's really neat you can also take 4k footage with the video feature on the camera and it looks great but it takes a whole bunch of memory space if you do so just keep that in mind if you're going to be shooting 4k with your iphone 7. one thing i was really looking for when i got the iphone 7 was the amazing battery life because Everyone said and marketing raved about how it was supposed to be balls. Turns out it really isn't, or at least I didn't feel like it was. I mean, I still have to charge my phone twice a day, but I use my phone a lot. Like, I do tons of calls throughout the day, I also email tons from my phone, so maybe that's why. But I was honestly expecting to at least have enough battery for an entire day. But you know what they say, you can't have your cake and eat it. I mean, I honestly think this battery is just like any other iPhone battery in the long run. You're going to end up having to charge your phone twice or three times a day with you. So maybe one day we'll get the iPhone battery we deserve. (laughs) Anyways, um... I don't feel like the phone is any faster, like even though the it has a different processor and all this stuff, I don't feel like it opens my apps faster or that it emails faster. I mean, it's basically the same. So to wrap it up, lovely humans, if you're thinking of getting an iPhone 7, I would recommend you to do it if and only if, if you're gonna be upgrading from the iPhone 4 or an iPhone 5, 5S, but if you have an iPhone 6 or a 6S, and definitely just wait. I don't think it's worth the upgrade from the iPhone 6, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the next iPhone is gonna look like. So yeah, that's it for the review of the iPhone 7. Back to you guys. Later Gator.
0: Thank you so much, Anna. Anna, we thank haven't, you. We haven't listened to what she said yet, so. No. I don't know what she said, but I
1: fully support it. I don't it. either, but thank you.
0: <laughs> thank you for coming on and giving us the we breakdown. We support you. Yep. We support you, and you support yeah. us. Yes. Okay. Final topic for this Guys. week. This yes. is a huge one, and I love it's this topic. Huge. It's yeah. huge. Huge. Alrighty. So, Elon Musk gave a presentation <laughs> this past week on Mars colonization. For those of you who don't know who Elon Musk is, you do know who Elon Musk is. He co-founded PayPal. So he helped invent internet payments. Wow! He co-founded Solar City. So he helped. What's that? They they do solar panel installations oh. for for housing. So he That's helped. Important. He helped commercialize like solar energy and mm-hmm. I mean
1: solar energy. Be a bajillionaire.
0: Uh, he's something all right. He is something. Yep. Let me let me look it up real quick. He is his net worth is eleven point seven billion dollars as of. September 2016. That's Good that's for pretty up to
1: date. Good for you, Musk.
0: Yeah. So the yeah, Solar City, PayPal. He also is a founder of Tesla. So Tesla is like, oh my goodness, his thing. SpaceX, mm-hmm. which is the biggest like privatized space exploration program in yep. existence. And lastly, he is the founder and uh, heads of project for Hyperloop. Have you been keeping up with Hyperloop? No it's it's the way of the future john it is is it it's a tunnel that um or like a tube that is um vacuum sealed it's basically like anti uh gravity they're not anti-gravity but there's no force in it so it can be it can be projected forward and there will be no resistance to it because it's in the vacuum of the tube and Uh they're they're building one right now from las vegas to la i believe they're in the, the early stages testing right now. But basically, I can't remember the exact times, but I believe it was like L.A. to Las Vegas in 45 minutes.
1: Like, it's. And it's a one. I mean, they can only get one thing, though, going, right? So they'd have to have like. It's it's one stop. It's not. a No, I mean, like they can only shoot one at a time. I well, would think. Yeah, but they
0: um they can send multiple ones at the same time. You know, okay. you don't have to wait for one to get all the way to the other side. Okay. But it's um yeah, the uh the nerdist had a really interesting uh, episode about it that you can listen to where I I oh. think it was Elon Musk and one of his uh partners came on and they were talking about it. But the the speeds with that thing, they they wanna build ones to all the heavy hitters. Like they wanna do one from uh after this one they wanna do one from San Francisco to LA and then they wanna start doing more um Side of the country to other side of the country like they wanted uh, like the dream was to do one from l a to New York and um I was running the hours with uh the times and the hours and the speeds with some friends uh once it's it's unbelievable john like if this thing wow. works itself out it's gonna be incredible it it is like the way of the future and there hasn't been any like innovation and transportation in so long so it's like yes it's huge it's really really huge it's like the airplane companies are going to be upset when this thing takes off because it's going to drive so many people away from airplanes. It's, mm-hmm. it's massive. But that's a topic for another time. Yep. Coming back to um, SpaceX, he founded SpaceX, from what I understand, because he dreamt of getting to Mars. Like he he's very passionate about Mars colonization, and he gave a speech in Mexico. Funny enough, in the exact city where I went to go get my passport.
1: Wow! Yeah,
0: uh, with the most in-depth detail he'd ever he'd ever given about his plans in order to get to Mars and to colonize Mars. So, just a few bullet points: the basic design for getting us off of Earth and into this like travel itself is people are loaded into a station or massive shuttle on the top of a rocket. The rocket launches them into space. When it gets up in space, it dislocates. And right now, SpaceX is working on self landing rockets, like reusable mm-hmm. rockets. And there's been like tests all throughout last year in order to improve that technology. But so here's how it works, guys. One of the most expensive elements of uh, getting to Mars, of launching so much resources into space, is the launch itself is expensive because it's so much weight projected through the atmosphere. So what they're thinking is, you're going to need a shit ton of fuel to get you actually to Mars, and they don't want to launch you with all of the fuel in the tanks. So the rocket shoots the station up. It dislocates. The station orbits Earth. And the rocket self-lands. They fill it up with the fuel. They launch it back up. It relatches on to the uh, station the fuel is uh, dispensed, and it does it, I think it said like 10 times.
1: It's a lot, yep.
0: And then you cut down, you cut down massive expenses on the actual launch, and then the, the ship is loaded up and it's ready to go. It leaves Earth. I'm trying to remember the exact time for um, that one time a year they said we would have to do this for the most effect- effectiveness because that's when Mars is closest to Earth. I think it was yep. saying like every 9 months or
1: something, right? I'm not sure.
0: But basically, we wait till they get closest together and that's when we do this. The once the once the shuttle gets going, there here's where the solar city element comes in. The 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 ship itself almost like a butterfly opens up these massive like mm-hmm massive solar winds. arrays. Yeah, solar
1: arrays. Is that what it says? That's what they're called.
0: Okay. So then it uses that as another preservative for energy purposes. And it it goes on its way to Mars. And what what was really funny about the article that both of me and John read was that it says six months or more to get to Mars. Yes. Like okay, what does that mean? <laughs> what in God's I know I name. feel like it would have been
1: better to be like six
0: mean? to nine months, you know, but right, like six but
1: months or more. So yeah. Are we talking like, like
0: two years? I'm very like, confused. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. For the sake of the conversation, we'll just say it takes six months to get over yes. to Mars. So At you least. D- you do that and you get over to Mars and you land with, I think it said there's like 80 people per station.
1: Something like mm-hmm. that, right? 100 to 200 per flight, it says.
0: Oh, even better. So you yep. land with like 100 to 200 on the plane. And mm-hmm. and that's basically the bullet
1: points for how you get to Mars. Yes. So here's the thing. I think this is amazing. I'm not sure if this will happen in our lifetime still. Right. Only because I think that Elon Musk, he has such a great imagination. But then, like, in the article it says, but they haven't designed a shuttle big enough yet. Like, they've had several rockets just blow up. <laughs> like Right, which I was going to bring so up. Like, there, there's I a feel little like bit
0: of concern that these self-landing rockets are blowing up.
1: Yeah, I feel yeah. like his technology is just not there yet. And he has, so I think his idea is really cool and he has this idea, but I do not think we have the resources or technology to do it yet. And th- that's what I was thinking when you were talking about the tubes things as well. Like, I was right. like, oh, yeah, he has that great imagination. Of course, we would love to have tubes from LA to New York, but, you know, is it really possible? Um, and so, but I think we need someone like him to we really do. keep challenging us. In regards to space exploration and I think what's good about Elon Musk is he's trying to get not he's trying to get you know citizens involved granted it's Mm -hmm. you have to pay so much money (laughs) to try to be on it Um, but at least the opportunity is there and one thing in the article it goes on to talking it says Musk even hinted at the possibility of terraforming Mars (laughs) Which right. meaning, you know, giving it an atmosphere, making it habitable, habitable, warming the planet up, like yes. making all that ice melt. Yeah. And I'm not sure how I feel about that, to be honest. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't this think is you an would epic situation. I did, yeah. I don't know why, but when I read it, I was like, I don't know if that's really our responsibility to do that. I mean, if we do it, responsibility. Hey, maybe it's the wrong word to use. Yeah. But I, I was gonna say, see, don't like, don't we're trying to keep ourselves have, alive, though but keep going yeah but i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know here's the thing i don't even know if we have the ability to create an atmosphere because if we did then why aren't we changing our atmosphere so that we don't have to go to mars jaffe anyone i
0: don't know in my mind you know it's I a mean? lot easier to to warm a planet than it is to freeze a planet you know but we're not trying to freeze our planet yeah but we're to lower to the temperature of the planet sounds a little difficult well, I think if if you want to come back to like the the ethics of it, it's one of the situations where he's talking about the survival of humanity. He says You're that right. right up top, and he's like, you know, the sad the sad truth is, Earth will be gone one day, and we're not going to die with the planet. Like our species is smart. We're humans. We keep moving. We keep going forward. So we be, we become transplanetary species. Like we yep. we get to Mars, and the only way to really um, to fully be on Mars is to terraform it, you know. Like, it's ice is great, but you're gonna need water, you know. You're gonna need you're gonna need I to understand. be able to walk outside without being in a spacesuit. You you know, I think another thing coming into the to the terraforming of the planet is that we we know how to make oxygen for our, ourselves, and we could make more oxygen. You know what I mean? And we, if you if you want to talk about this planet, I don't think that there's like a solution to the warming of the planet,
1: you know. No, you're right. I uh-uh. think I I now understand where my thought process was in regards to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think in my mind I'm seeing it as you know how when one country's army invades another and then uh-huh. tells it how to run its country. I was putting that onto Mars <laughs> essentially. I was it's giving a Mars planet, a personality. It's not a nation. Let me get there. I <laughs> was right, just going to say, it. I was giving it a personality and that was my thought process. So I now see. I understand, you know, I kind of get how, it. It's how I work. You know, yeah. it's a place, but I agree. You know, if earth's not going to be our uh, forever home, then we need to make it habitable for the humans. Yeah, But well, I honestly, I think we still have time here on earth. I don't think oh, that yeah, we are for sure. really at any risk of, um, we're not doomsday extinction. sayers. No, not at all. Yeah. And, yeah, no. And we should talk about global warming sometime. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: what? we'll save that for like four episodes down the road. Oh, only
1: four guys. You heard it here. <laughs> four episodes from now. I will talk about it in four episodes. Yes. Um, um, I saw that it was two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand what? Dollars. Right. I think if you wanted to be right.
0: The and and John is referring to. Elon Musk is trying to get the cost down to two hundred thousand dollars per passenger. Right now, given the <laughs> the expenses of of space travel, it is ten billion dollars per passenger. Was, yep. And um, chump change is what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> Make and, it rain. Um, and there's a lot of articles in the past, like ten years, that have said, you know, space exploration space exploration is great, but we can't afford it it's not at all possible no um so yeah the what i was telling john before we started was the only reason why this mars colonization presentation doesn't sound like it's coming from a crazy person is because elon musk has already done so much to change the world like the the hyperloop is on a good like there's a lot of good testing going on paypal was revolutionary paypal made All internet payments possible Tesla was Mm -hmm. revolutionary like he's he's got a huge head on his shoulders like he's he's got quite the brain he's one of the most innovative humans alive and that's the only reason why we're like you and I talking about this right now we're like okay this is a serious conversation because he's actually going to try to make it happen
1: yeah and I think he will I don't know if it'll be in his lifetime but I think Mm -hmm. his work now oh sure, is definitely the start of actually the possibility of humans being on a different planet. Yeah. It's, um, which is kind of crazy because, you know, that's what science fiction was all about for like the past, you know, several decades, all the science fiction movies, not all of them, but you know, a huge premise of it was this interplanetary, Mm -hmm. you know, civilization. And I think how cool would it be?
0: Well, um, you know, it's a conversation that I've been having with a lot of people recently is that culture influences science, um, Culture mm-hmm. influences, uh, I mean, mainly science. Science is one of the, the big things coming to mind. Um, but you see a lot of things happen in science fiction that are projected into reality, they become real. And it's it, people always say that the, you know, things like Star Trek foreshadowed the future, but it's it's actually more like, it is the minds of creatives and storytellers that inspired people who actually know how to do those things and you actually have the brains for those things to do them. It's not a foreshadowment, it's like a, it's this like um, yin and yang system where it's like feeding into itself and, and the more that, the more that is created, the more that happens, the more that, the more cultural correspondents are like, what if this? And then they make that and then the people in the sciences see it and they're like, yeah if we did this and we did that and we did this springboarding off of that, um, about a week ago, two weeks ago, we just invented synthetic alcohol for the first time. Like, and that's a Mm. thing. Uh, if you're unaware, I was unaware. That's a thing in Star Trek. Like, what does that even mean? So it's basically like, it's a, it's a liquor completely made in a lab that has the, the influence of alcohol, In the moment I don't know all of the science behind this I didn't read the full article but has all the influence right now in the moment if I were to start drinking it and then I would be able to wake up and be fine
1: oh interesting as far as I understand
0: yeah I mean all the time we're creating things that have have been seen in media and in stories and in uh, all of people's creations all of their imaginations are actually coming to life because two different brains are working together yeah it's so cool just imagine if you were one of the first passengers on Mars though. Like to Mars. Girl, yeah. And you uh, well first off, let me ask you, would you ever do it if you could afford it?
1: Uh no. You would never come probably back. Not. Like I know that's the thing. Like you could come and, back, but you probably wouldn't want to. And as he says in the article, the risk of fatality is high. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, no offense, but with this guy all the exploding rockets that have been uh going on, I would definitely like to wait you know i don't mind being someone maybe 20 years after that that goes right you
0: now totally totally different question would you go but my I, yes. but my my going back to my first question just imagine you're one of the first passengers and you get to mars yeah oh like th- there's no animals no. there there's like not only is there no there's cities there's there's no animals there's no roads there's no netflix there's no netflix <laughs> no, believe me, they're gonna send Netflix on the shuttle.
1: <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. They have. They need to. something to do for six months or more.
0: Yeah, exactly, or more.
1: <laughs> six uh, months. It's so ominous, ominous,
0: yeah. ominous. Yeah. <laughs> ominous. Yeah.
1: It's so ominous. But
0: I just can't even imagine it. You know, it's like, well, oh, no. you know, eventually there would be cities. Eventually there would be animals. Eventually there would be roads. Probably, probably we just shouldn't bring animals.
1: Or insects, you know.
0: That sounds like a really bad idea.
1: Why? Oh, because we need to eat them.
0: I mean, we probably need to eat them for one, but we also don't need like, meat. but it creates an ecosystem to have all those beings,
1: you know, creating the life cycle. But I don't think we should make another Earth, though. You know, I think we we can make it like Earth in a sense that we can survive. But you know, Mars isn't Earth. Mars is Mars, and we should just, you know, well. Adapt. Let, Let me be, make something new because obviously it didn't work the first time. <laughs> I mean, this planet's doing great. Earth, Earth exploded. What? Well, what? then it? why are we looking to Mars? <laughs>
0: Earth exploded. Are you talking about in the yeah. future or are you saying that we've already exploded and here we are? No, I'm
1: saying in the future. Okay, I was like, I'm not living Which on I don't no, think it's like, going to explode. So rock
0: mean. Over here. I mean, to come back to whether I would go to Mars or not, if you're telling me that there wouldn't be cheeseburgers there, I'm out.
1: Right. I'm not going. There's not going to be cheeseburgers. Well, f you, John. I don't like your version of, <laughs> Mathis of Mars. Mathis is out. <laughs> I'm not <And> going. <laughs> my version of Mars is like the healthy version of Mars, where there's no fun. You realize nobody would go there with you. Uh, I know.
0: You're like know. we're not bringing animals because we don't I'll like be the Matt way Damon. that Earth was. In the Martian,
1: yeah, you would be yeah. alone.
0: You would definitely die, though.
1: I don't think I would die.
0: If you were Matt Damon in The Martian.
1: Oh, yes. I would definitely die if <laughs> I was Matt dead? Damon and the Martian. <laughs> I was going to say. But I was okay, saying, so if I was one coffee. of those first people to go to Mars, I wouldn't die.
0: Yeah, I think you could make it. God bless. I, uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would really like to imagine. I, I'm trying to imagine if it was actually warm enough and breathable to actually be, you know, like moving around. It's just so cool.
1: That would be cool. I would love to see if in a year we're even talking about this or if this is just something that I don't want to say got blown out of proportion, but like, you know, he had this conference, it got everyone excited. But then, like, you know, technology right. kind of takes a step back and we're like, maybe we should think about this a little bit harder before we uh, talk about it a little more. Or want- just, you know, wait until we advance some technologies and have a few more successful attempts. Right.
0: And I, I mean, I, Elon Musk is a smart guy. I think that he's like. Totally we're gonna invent a whole lot more before we even get to that. So whenever he says, like, in our lifetimes, it's like, eh, you're a little, you're ambitious and you have to be for that business. But um, You do. And you have yeah, to set but, goals. Yeah, exactly, so? but but he is like, okay, we're gonna invent this technology and then we're gonna invent this technology. So it is like a, you're totally right, like a lot has to be invented before we even start, you know, planning our vacations.
1: Yeah, but to Mars. It, this is- John Carter. From Mars.
0: John Crabby of Mars.
1: And <laughs> then it's just me.
2: Hey.
0: <laughs> um, we do... One thing, w- whenever SpaceX started becoming big, the one thing that I did start thinking about was, well, this is going to be so much more effective than NASA because when you get into, like, this sort of activity and the government is funding it, there are so many people working who do not want to do the same things. Like The the article that we both read, I also believe it referenced back whenever they started talking about Mars and the government, the like NASA, was trying to figure out how they were going to do it. And Congress could never reach any full decision because... The, of course not. Yeah, of course not, for one. But for two, it's like these people... Most of these people don't even want to go to Mars. You know, it's like no, you're never gonna get any activity So you have to privatize and you have to put it in the hands of the citizens of the Americans of all of these people I mean internationally, you know, it doesn't have to be the Americans But it has to be in the hands (laughs) of the people the people have to say we're going to be invent the technology We're gonna find the investors we're gonna work and go in whatever direction we want to go in because there's not an entire nation looking to us and making sure we make the right decisions. That's the only way that this thing works. So SpaceX is going to keep hustling and bustling. And NASA is not going to make progress like that until Earth is literally about to implode. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's only that's the only time that when NASA would make any sort of move. And, right. and it's going to be too late then. It has to be something like SpaceX. So... I think we're going to get much, 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 much further along with Mars colonization in their hands than anybody else's hands. Like, it's much more, it's much more, it's more of a dream when it's in the hands of the private company like this. Yep. Obviously. You got it. You got
1: it. You got it, girl, yeah.
0: Obviously, we will check back in whenever there is guys, more news about updates. Mars. Hopefully, yep. this podcast is still going and we're still alive when there are updates yep. about yep. Mars colonization. Mars, yep. I'm so pumped.
1: Guys, we are so excited about Mars. We are so excited that we didn't get to talk about Zootopia, which was our movie of the week. And I know well, you guys are loving Zootopia. And we have. <laughs> We have a lot of things that we wanted to talk about it, but we knew yeah. that we wanted to give SpaceX and the Mars colonization its time. And so space we're pushing it to next X. week. So it gives everyone time to watch Zootopia. Yeah. And then talk about it with us.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be getting down and dirty with it probably for I, like
1: I have a list of notes. He Mathis has, a, has list. a list of list of Notes. I have a list of notes. I have a speech impediment sometimes. Okay.
0: Yeah, you probably shouldn't do a podcast. No, lords, <laughs> no. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good conversation. We'll have more topics about Zootopia. for you whenever we. That's all we're gonna talk we about next week. <laughs> is is not
1: true. Not true, guys. Not true. Who are you gonna believe? Ghostbusters. <gasps> yes. Oh my God. Yes.
0: You are the best. Yes. You are the you best. Are, no, you are the best. Stop it. I can't believe you just did that. It's like you set well, you me up for that the joke. You did We did but it. Yeah. You, you were in on the joke, too. We were.
1: Damn. Wow. Wow. Wowzers. Wow. Anyways, this is a great episode to really get involved with social media with us. Hit for us sure. up on Twitter, Bad Good Movies. Um <laughs> I can't think of anything. I else thought you were
0: saying about. that was our Twitter name and I was like, What are you no. saying? At hello right and now? do
1: at hello and to do is our Twitter handle. Good yes. bad movies that you like. Um what What'd you think thing? of the Tim Burton movie? Yeah. How you guys feel about Tim Burton? There was something else that we wanted people iPhone to seven? Maybe that was it. There was yeah. something else. If you have an iPhone seven, How do you guys we feel also about want Mars? To get your review.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about Mars? For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what your other thing was that you're I don't thinking
1: either. of whatever so you can hit us up on Twitter <laughs> you can send us an email that's always fun at or no helloandadieu at gmail.com and h-e-l-l-o-a-n-t-a-d-i-u at com. and of course you can rate, subscribe and review us on iTunes that you can thanks
0: for stopping in for an eventful thanks for popping by and, and
1: uh, eating at our restaurant called the hello and adieu
0: wow. <laughs> wow what do we serve at hello and adieu
1: It's a mystery. Every day is different.
0: It's pretty heavy. It's heavy food, though. That's for sure. It's
1: heavy food. Yep. Yeah. It's pure carbs.
0: Like vegetable
1: lasagna. What? That sounds amazing. Well, we're going. going. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Let's
1: go get some vegetable lasagna, John. Totally. Okay. Well, you know what, guys? We're going to walk out of the room together. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) If you're new, we're not in the same room. No. We're literally not even in the same state.
0: Alrighty. Enough riffing.
1: Yes. I bid you
0: adieu, John. Adieu, Mathis. God bless you.